Hey there, faculty and students. This week's VISTA podcast will be all about our new Pathways, Inquiries, and Concentrations curriculum. We're joined today by the PIC co-directors, Dr. Zanandita Deb and Jillian Richmond. Thank you so much for joining us to discuss a bit about how the curriculum's coming together. This first question I'll start off with, I will ask Dr. Deb, um, how has the planning been going? How is the team of named leaders coming together, for example? Thanks, Trish, for inviting us to come and talk about um, the Pathways Inquiry Concentrations Program, or PIC, as we call it for short. The planning has been going really well. Um, Jillian and I have been meeting regularly, and we've been meeting with the team leaders regularly as well in planning um, initially the fall semester and also thinking about planning for the spring semester as well. And so it's been moving along quite steadily. That's great to hear. Um, Dr. Richmond, how much time is dedicated to Pathways during the discovery phase of the curriculum? And, and what can you tell us about the plans for that time? Well, first off, Trish, thank you so much for inviting us to give this podcast. I'm really excited about all the curriculum development that Anandita and I have been doing. Um, for the Pathways discovery phase, we essentially have a core curriculum in the fall semester, and it meets approximately once a month from uh, 1 to 3 p.m. So we're talking two-hour sessions. Um, we're going to have multiple speakers per session and have dynamic um, small group work, pair work types of things um, to keep all the students engaged. And the purpose is to give them these um, skills, like skill sets, to be able to do their independent inquiry. So we're hoping that they can be introduced to different lenses or different pathways for how to approach their problems um, through interactions in this first semester. Um, and we've been trying to structure the, se the sessions appropriately so that the students will be able to be comfortably make that decision which pathway they wanna join. That's great to hear. So I love that idea of um, giving them the tools to do some of that inquiry on their own or in their peer groups. Um, and Indita, my next question is for you. What's been the process designing? We heard a little bit about the content. What's been the process designing that first semester? So we thought that, as um, Jillian mentioned, it would be good to give um, students the skills they can use to uh, really work on their pick project and kind of um, get the most out of each pathway once they get se selected into a specific pathway. So we really wanted the first semester to be foundational or core curricula that everybody would be exposed to so that all the students are getting kind of the same core skill set. And so the first semester will have topics like intro to scholarship and information literacy, teamwork and effective communication, ethics and patient safety, project planning, humanities. So we're trying to think about kind of um, topics that are that are core, regardless of what pathway they're in, that's gonna be applicable really to any pathway, any project, and also to their med school kind of curriculum as well. That makes sense. And so my next question, um, which I had intended for Jillian, has been somewhat answered, but maybe there's additional points you wanna add here. Uh, about this shared early curriculum and how it will help students to decide which pathway they're gonna rank? Yes, that's an excellent question. Um, so we're gonna try to do this as fairly as possible. One of the interesting things about our pathways course as opposed to the pathways courses at other uh, institutions and during the build, um, Anandita and I and the original build team had actually met with these leaders 
their pathways courses are all uh, voluntary. It's essentially an elective. Um, the difference is that our UMass Chan pathways will basically be a requirement. It's essentially replacing capstone. So with that in mind, um, we do want students to try to align with an area of their interests. However, we are gonna have to try to distribute all the students um, across all the pathways to make sure that they get good feedback uh, from the uh, faculty leaders. We don't want any of the faculty leads to be overwhelmed trying to give good concrete uh, feedback to all the students. Um, so basically during the fall semester, as we mentioned, they're gonna have all this core curricular content to build these tools and skill sets, get to know the different pathway leaders. Then early December, we're gonna have a pathways fair um, where we're essentially gonna have faculty, maybe some senior capstone students because we don't currently have any senior PIC students, um, but essentially capstone students whose project could have been a PIC project. Um, and an example deliverable so that the students can circulate between different tables, kind of uh, get a better feel for, for that kind of, um, you know, the concrete aspects of each of the pathways. And then we're going to have them fill out basically a rank survey um, in early December so that that way we can try to fit people accordingly into the pathways and adjust uh, numbers in each pathway as needed. That's great. Um... And, and Adita, any more to add about how the students are going to be sorted into these pathways? It sounds like there's there will be some sort of ranking that's asked of them. And then how will that decision making work thereafter? So um, we're, we're basically just working on this piece right now, but we're hoping that it's going to be um, somewhere where they are able to rank their top three choices or so. And then there'll be an optimization process that will automatically sort them um, according to their ranking. And then likely we'll go in and look at that. And again, as Jillian mentioned, try to sort out students so that it's roughly balanced between all the pathways and also according to um, how many kind of faculty and projects are available per pathway. Thank you. Um, Jillian, can you speak to the longitudinal projects a bit more? How will a particular project relate to the pathway that a student is enrolled in, for example? That's a, a great question and one of the really beautiful things about um, this course that I'm really appreciative of the build team thinking about. So essentially we want um, all four years of students to kind of interact together on a project. Um, by having a longitudinal project, we'll be able to establish more meaningful longitudinal relationships with community partners, uh, providers, et cetera. Um, and in terms of how it relates to the pathways, we're also envisioning that multiple pathways will kind of participate in each of these projects. So we get different perspectives and lenses uh, for how the students are able to build these projects and, and offer things to the community. So um, we're hoping that as the student progresses through their pathway, that they'll be able to kind of mentor, like provide peer mentoring um, to first year students or even second year students um, in the project. And, um, just kind of making sure that they are providing what is needed in the community as well. So like making sure it's a two-way conversation between, um, you know, the faculty lead, the, the team members, and then the community partners that we're working with for these longitudinal projects. That's great. It gives it uh, the, the idea of these longitudinal projects, very uh, authentic, um, you know, presence. And I, I think that's great that you're thinking about both the educational value, but also the service to whichever community or realm the student is trying to contribute to. Um, that's fantastic. 
And, and Indita, uh, will there be sort of shared time between pathways, if you will, or collaborative time after the students are already sorted into their pathway, or th will that curriculum then just become pathway specific thereafter? We really hope that there will be collaborative time. We're still building the curricula for the spring, um, but we are hoping that, I mean, certain pathways lend themselves to collaborate uh, really nicely. So for example, the population community global health pathway and the social inequities um, and uh, advocacy pathway might lend itself nicely to collaboration and others may not be as obvious, but we hope that they do kind of come together to show students um, the kind of intersections of the pathways as well. And I also hope kind of depending on the COVID situation that we're able to do some social events, hopefully that will bring multiple groups of students together and maybe a speaker from the community who again would kind of fit into multiple um, pathways. Thank you. I'll, I'll stick with you for this next question too. Have you started thinking about uh, what comes after the discovery phase that that third year of VISTA, the exploration phase, and what pathways might look like in the clinical years? So we very preliminarily started thinking about it. We know that um, students will have some dedicated time for PIC, um, and it might be uh, kind of a week here and a week there. We're hoping that these time periods can be used for uh, working on their PIC project specifically and with their faculty mentors, and of course, having us um, to touch base with as well. Thank you. And Jillian, anything else you'd like to share about PIC? Well, we're starting to compile potential faculty leads and projects into almost like a catalog um, to, to make this available to the students so they can start exploring potential longitudinal projects. Um, the other thing that I'm really excited about is having different teams of students working together and bringing the, these perspectives, you know, you know, the tools that they're learning from their pathway, and then applying it um, in a situation where they can all work together towards a common goal. So I think it'll be a really nice um, experience. It'll be very educational. It will, as you mentioned, Trish, provide great resources to the community in the Worcester area and beyond. Um, so we're really excited. Well, I want to thank you both so much for your time. I uh, I know that the entire UMass Chan School of Medicine community is really excited about this curriculum that's all about self-determination, but also collaborative work and is project-based. Um, it is a really exciting time. So we thank you for your leadership for this curriculum and your time here today talking to us about it. Thank you so much. Thank you.